Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Crest Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I'm one third of your host. I'm Jeremy. I ain't got no AKs. I'm too sick for all that shit. And I'm joined by my usual. What's cracking, everyone? It's Sada, aka Simon. You all sitting so to the chill, aka is Demi Salen. And to close out our trio, we have. This is Bianca, aka Tell Bianca XO on Twitter, aka um, what the music play, y'all. Um, today is going to be a short episode. Um, just letting you know ahead of time, we don't have any HBCU fashions uh, for several reasons. One, because it, because it is very late on me and Will's um, coast. And also because it, for various reasons. One being I'm over here about to cough up a goddamn. Um, but it's going to be short and sweet and we're going to get get y'all out of here. Uh, first of all, um, once we do want to say thank you to everyone who did purchase a ticket to the live show. However, if you you should have seen it on all of the accounts uh, for all of the shows under the flawless noises banner, uh, we did have to cancel the live show. Curtis and Candace made the executive decision, well, because they are the executives, um, to cancel um, the. Uh, but we do thank you to everyone who purchased the ticket, and we do plan to attempt to have another live show in the future so stay tuned for that um thank you there will be members of the various shows in town for the weekend um so if y'all want to look up hang out be friends uh support the great music school child um yeah definitely reach out reach out to individuals um and make it happen captain is music still with us what, yeah, you know, he, he tried the whole the hustle thing and we laughed at him because that's what he deserved. And um he decided, even you know what? I was like even his eye was like, This is some bullshit. I don't know. <sighs> okay. What would you finna say beyond this? Anyway, yeah, he, he came back and made like a twenty four track mixtape, which was actually not that bad. It was pretty good. Um in spots. Uh what was the name of it? I don't remember the name of anything anymore. This is a silly question. We're all acting like that didn't just happen. But anyway, Bianca, if you find out, please let me know. Yeah, um, sure. Um, Ooh, the ain't shitness is strong tonight. You right? We're trying to move past it with your motherfucking ass. Uh, oh, I know you're not talking. He who is Doc Rivers. <laughs> 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 if I was sick, I'd have a comeback, so I'm just going to say fuck you. Uh, 
But I think that's all. Listen, leave some five-star ratings and reviews however you listen to your podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Subscribe to the Patreon. Become a patron. We have a lot of hashtag content. Me and Bianca have a show behind the paywall. I have about two shows behind the paywall. Will is cooking up something, if I'm not mistaken, to go behind the paywall. Listen, we have hashtag content. We have something for everyone, every type of listener, not only on the free side, but also on the pay side. So subscribe, get your life. I think that's it for announcements. And as always, purchase some merch. Yes, purchase some merch. And be on the lookout for the crown and collar shirt. I've almost finished the design. I just got to add some color to the shit. Hell yeah. Uh, the color's going to be uh, collar green, green, and crown. I don't know about brown. all that. I don't know about crown, that. crown brown, and collar green, green. It's definitely and, it gonna, it's going to be some kind of brown, but I don't know about the greens, though. And fine Auntie Lavender. Hey. No me. Your Lavender. Um, <laughs> no, not that Lavender. Fine Auntie Lavender. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Anita Baker Lavender. Yeah. Um, paid Auntie with the, with the, with the paid-off Ultima Lavender. Correct. Um, but with that said, let's go and get into the show. Like I say, we're not gonna hold y'all. Um, whew. Uh, so, warning: this is going to be, like I said, it's gonna be a short show, but it's also gonna be a heavy show. So, if you want to skip this episode, I understand, and we will see you back next week when all of us are more or less at full force. Because listen, this this goddamn bug going around. This shit. This shit, this shit is this shit is terrible. Um mess. Just mess. A lot of mess. But this is gonna be a heavy show. First of all, uh oof. want to say rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and also his daughter. Uh, also his daughter Gigi Bryant. Um they were two of among nine people killed Sunday in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. Um, Bryant was on his way to a youth basketball game with his daughter, Gigi, who was 13 when the helicopter crashed. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva. Um, I've always liked the, the name Villanueva for whatever reason, but that's neither here nor there. Said in a news conference that there were no survivors, and according to the flight manifest, there were nine people on board the helicopter. Um, the cause of the crash is unknown. The helicopter departed from John Wayne Airport in Orange County at nine 9.06 a.m. PT. It was going to Mamba Sports Academy in Thousand Oaks for GG's game. Sources told ESPN. First 911 call reporting that the crash was received at 9.47 a.m. Um, oof. Also among the passengers was Orange Orange Coast, Orange Coast College baseball coach and legend John Alto Bellinelli. Please forgive me for messing up their names. Y'all know I'm very, very bad with names. Um, his wife Carrie and their daughter Alyssa were among the victims. And uh, yes, uh, also Christina Mooser, 38, who coached the girls' basketball team with Brian, also died in the crash. Um, so, who? I let me say this, and then I throw it to my um, to my 
to my co-host. Um, I have not said much about this um, on social media. Um, one, because I know how social media is. Um, and especially because I know um, how uh, social media gets when it's someone that is beloved who passes and how motherfuckers carry on and do the most when someone that is beloved passes, but especially when it's someone that's beloved who also has um, a very noticeable stain on their legacy when they pass. Um, You can trace this back to um, uh, Erica Garner, or you can trace it back to a... um, uh, just insert person here who is who did good things in their lives while they were here, but also did some bad things to varying degrees. Where you have one side who is very um uh very very loud and vocal in the um fuck that person count. And then uh because of what they did and how fucked up it was, and then you have the other people who were like, fuck that shit. What they did don't matter. Show, learn to grow some, some empathy and understanding. And then you have people in the middle who, who, you know, have the emotional intelligence and maturity to be like, two things can be true at the same time. In that how this person died was very tragic. And that, that is a wife without a husband and a wife, a, a mother without a daughter. Um, and you can send love and light to Vanessa and the Bryant family and things of this nature because it was very tragic. And the other thing can also be true is that Kobe did a very, very bad thing while he was alive. And people have the right to talk about that because that is part of his legacy. Um, as well as all the other stuff that he did that people loved him for. Um, and I have to be honest, I, um, had conflicting feelings about Kobe while he was alive, you know, because of that. And so with the way he died with Gigi, with him, it just made those feelings even more complicated for me myself. So I have not, and I really haven't. And besides this episode of the podcast we're doing here, I really don't have any intention on talking about it at length at nauseum any further than this because it, at least not on social media like among my friends like among will and bianca and you know curtis and uh candace and tay and coney and my other friends among my friends and loved ones and people that i know have since of course we probably will talk about it but on social media with people i know they ain't got no goddamn sense no i'm not talking about this so I will say it's very tragic. Um, like I said, prayers to not only the Bryant family, but also the families of all those who died in the crash. Um, and I will leave it with this before I throw it to my friends. You are not wrong, in my opinion, for mourning Kobe. Um, but people are also not wrong for not either being conflicted or being indifferent because of what he did and how fucked up it was, because it was very fucked up. And that's all I have. 
Yeah, um, to take a look back on a life that is, you know, no longer with us does require zooming a lens out as far as we can to paint as complete a picture as we can as possible. Um, there were 24 plus years in which Kobe Bryant lived a life in which he tended to do all the right things, say all the right things, um, have the right attitudes about things. For one night, he makes what is, you know, indisputably and incontrovertibly a mistake. He commits a violent act against a person who did not deserve to have a violent act committed against uh, her. Um, in the legal aftermath of that, there was bullying done by a defense team that was looking to win a case at all costs. There was the fact that there was a payout and a public apology, which are not things that I do anyway when I do something good. I don't apologize for the good that I do in my life. Um, having said all that, from that moment on, whatever moment we choose to consider as the turning point, um, whether it was issuing the apology, whether it was all of the booze he took um, going from arena to arena because the legal system did not accommodate him. It did not say, oh, we'll do trials on your days off. Um, if you have to fly here and then there, so be it. Um, he was afforded no special situational circumstance. They didn't even work around the schedule. That was publicized months in advance. Um, in fact, I'd even argue they probably did some things to make it a little more difficult for him, um, which he would have deserved given the nature of the allegations. But again, having said all of it, it was to look honestly and completely at the 41 plus years he lived, the worst thing he did. And from that moment forward, again, whatever that moment is, he rededicated himself as a husband because he had infidelity to consider. He dedicated himself as a family person because he could have lost access to his family. We dedicated himself to the sport that he loved, including advocating for the women's game, which, as we discussed last week, has had a breakthrough in terms of their collective bargaining agreement. Um, Kobe Bryant was one of the guys who not only sparks games, you'd see him at all different games. Um, when his eldest daughter didn't show an interest in basketball, he didn't force it upon her. Um, he didn't force her to play. He didn't force her to try to like the game. When the second daughter took a shine to the game, he coached her. And he didn't overcoach her. You know, there was a quote that he gave in a news article, or not a news article, in an interview, where he said, oh, we could overcoach and we could win every single game, but we want to trust the girls to see the game and trust our coaching. Which shows that there wasn't a pathology to it for him. And it seemed to like he genuinely enjoyed it. And as he retired and as he shifted into the creation of video documentaries around sports and as he, you know, leaned into the love of his daughter, as he leaned into fatherhood, as he leaned into being a whole person, doing interviews, um, being courtside at games, being a president at these things. Um, there was a second act that was really just starting to earnestly unfold right in front of our eyes. And he was so willing to show so much of it to us. He wasn't shielding a lot of himself. He wasn't 
keeping private how much he adored his daughters, how much he adored being a family man. And then it just stopped. You know, we, we all went and did what we did on Saturday night. And for most of us, we woke up to this news. We were already up and then it was, in the, in the, it was the biggest interruption in our days. And those things don't happen when you don't have the impact that he did as a person, as a basketball player, as an accomplisher of team and individual goals. And it makes it unbelievable that he's gone already at the age of 41. And the things about his past that are less savory don't make him unworthy of discussion. But the things that made him great don't make discussing his unsavory past worth discarding. There's nothing complicated about it. It's very black and white. It's very unambiguous. He had a stellar NBA career. One night in Colorado, he did a heinous thing to a woman. The immediate aftermath of that involved a lot of coercion and bullying. He paid out a settlement to this person. Um, he stumbled through an apology. Those things are all true. Those things all happened. They were all there. Um, but in sum, what we have is a human who has gone too soon and eight other humans. You know, you talk about there were, there were three girls he helped coach. There was that girl's team's head coach. There was a mom and a dad. There was a mom. Um, there was the pilot who I'm sure they all trusted and I'm sure they all assumed it would just be another routine flight. Um, and instead of routine, that routine's been broken. And we're seeing these interruptions everywhere. We see how some of the games ceremoniously were interrupted. We see ESPN broadcasting his final game tonight. We see Lakers Clippers being postponed tonight. Um, there are all of these ways in which he's being tributed. And none of this would be possible if he were not more of a good person than his worst moments. He was human. And he was and continues to be a person who to really discuss him in depth, it shows you who you are as a person because there are layers and there is complexity. Like this wasn't a sitcom. You can't say that the years didn't change him in some way or another. You can't say the experiences didn't change him. And we can't say that we didn't witness that happening before our eyes. Because, you know, either this was tr true authentic evolution or the fucking con job of a millennia but, um, you know, either way, like, we're, we've seen so much happen. And, you know, like, Kobe was someone who, you know, I was saying in the pregame, this is a very rare case of a person who, despite passing just as he began his 40s, he lived a very full life. He really made the most of everything. So... You know, his death, just like his life, is very layered, and there are complexities. 
and when it is talked about it does deserve that the the patience and the respect do those complexities um as well and the last thing and then we'll move on is don't and i promise First of all, I'm really too sick to really be shady and be dragging and stuff like this. But I will say this. If you are a person that says that they support victims and um, listen to victims and allow space for victims and things of that nature uh, when it comes to sexual assault, don't if you really are about that, don't let that fold because of something like this. Because again, like I said, emotional maturity, two things can be true at the same time. It's very mm-hmm. tragic. It is absolutely very tragic. But like Bianca said, while that was one very, very bad moment in his life, as opposed to many more great moments in his life, that one very bad moment still happened and it does not deserve to be dismissed. And it does need to be taken with um, the seriousness that it deserves. Um, Maybe the seriousness that it uh, was not getting while he was alive because it is not something that just came up out of the blue um, because he passed. Um, This was something that was brought up uh, multiple times while he was alive, which is why many people, like I said in my opening monologue, myself included, had very conflicting feelings about him because when that happened back in 2000, what, three, four, something like that, I was still very young. Uh, I was young, stupid, didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, didn't didn't have a goddamn clue about any goddamn thing. Um, And not a motor, and, you know, thankfully people who you know, were older and lived through that time um, and brought up, brought, you know, the case back up or the legacy of the case and more details. And, you know, like Bianca said, just the, the, um, the viciousness of his defense team and things of this nature, um, you know, with his apology, you know, if you kind of want to call it that, um, and things of that, um, it's why a lot of people, while he was alive, did have conflicting feelings about him because it's um, not to be f- try to be funny on a very serious subject, but it's like, yeah, that he did that shit. Guilty as fuck. And it's like, I appreciate what he's done as a basketball player, as, you know, as dad Kobe. I was a fan of dad Kobe. I was. But in the back of my mind, I'm just like, but he did that shit, though. You know, and it's, it's very conflicting. And I don't feel like that should be dismissed. Um, just because you think it's quote unquote not the right time, because honestly, it's never a right time. Right. And to, to sit and wait for like a right time is to sit and tell people who it matters to in the moment that they don't matter. Right. You know, I mean, this, the thing is when you don't make time to, you know, there's never a right time to commit atrocities. So if there isn't a right time to atone for them, that's really not anybody's problem. You know, if you don't want to be concerned about doing things at the quote right 
for a wrong time, unquote, then don't fuck up. Exactly. But, you know, fucking up is, well, fucking up is a part of the human experience. So instead of pretending that, you know, we can sweep these ugly things under the rug, let's just face them as they come along so we can stamp the issue out. Yes. But say all that to say, rest in peace, um, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi. And rest in peace to everyone who was aboard that plane. Uh, and wish all the families healing and love and light. If you want to honor Kobe subtly, just take the neck of your top and bite into it. That's Kobe Wood. Yes, or that scarf that he had in that fashion shoot. Oh boy. Um, mm. um, <laughs> or Mr. Jumper. Anyway, uh, I say this with love. Or or um, tweet Jalen Rose eighty one. Um, oh boy. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, Kobe was a complex person. He uh, he he looked to his demons as well as his angels. Yeah, they missed a whole lot of shots, man. The made one points are very complex too. Um, <laughs> trigger warning. Um, so Jelani um, Mirage. Uh, the older brother of rapper Nicki Minaj has been sentenced for predatory sexual assault. Um, Mirage was uh, sentenced 25 years to life in prison on Monday. Mariam um, Shoulder, the deputy com- communications director for the Nassau County District Attorney's Office, confirmed to USA Today. In November of 2017, Mirage was found guilty of predatory sexual assault after being charged with repeatedly raping an 11-year-old girl at his Long Island home, uh, Long Island, uh, New York home. During the trial, the victim testified that she was assaulted numerous times over the eight months in 2015 at Mirage's home. He was arrested in December of 2015. Um, it was his uh, stepdaughter at that so um i honestly was fearing that this case got swept under the rug because we didn't hear anything else about it like the last thing i remember hearing about it was that he got arrested but nothing else came other than that so i'm glad to see him being sentenced uh i think 25 to life is um is a is um generous thank you will i was i was i was thinking of i was thinking it um that's generous um and yeah now one thing i do say like i i gave up my like Nicki minaj hate like she's still a bozo don't get me wrong but like i don't like actively hate her anymore but uh but i do think it's like weird that all the news outlets that I saw break this story um, were using her name instead of his. Like, she don't have shit to do with this. This is him. Um, now, I know there were, at the time, uh, there was some conflicting reports about her um, having her brother's back. Like, she sold 
some a house or something, you know, to pay for his bond and bail him out when he got arrested the first time. Then it came out like it was actually his mama, they mama who sold something of Nikki's to bond, to bail him out, and Nikki didn't have anything to do with it. So it was conflicting stuff around that. And um, also with the company she keeps. Right. I was just about to say, and also with the company that she keeps and the the uh going up that she did for um Takachi Takachi uh Snitch Nine Predator, um uh, and things of that nature. So it's like she already has a bad track record of being around or straight up going up for abusers, so that didn't make it any better. Um uh, but I also but I still thought it was weird. It's like you could just report that uh uh that this nigga um is getting sentenced to life. Like I didn't it you didn't need to include Nikki's name in it to me. Yeah, because she will she is a self drag. She will give her she will give opportunities for dragging um for as long as she runs her mouth. Right. Yep, I just yeah, I didn't partake in the uh dunk fest that was on her, such as it were. Um I just didn't see the point. Um, what I I will say is 25 years is only acceptable for that motherfucker if they're shoving pineapples up his ass every day like they did Hitler in hell back in um, Little Nicky, okay? And that's how I feel on that. Okay, that got very dark, but okay, Will. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, he, he, Bianca. I mean, he, he, he did that shit. That's justice to me. Hey, okay, that there, there. Okay, you brought me back in with that. There we go. <laughs> okay, friend. All right, uh, Bianca, please go. Um, bring us back to some normalcy. Um, normalcy, huh? You want it from me of all people? So, okay. Um, <laughs> get well soon. We just gonna move to the next topic then. Yeah. Uh, who's ready to punch Terry Crews in the mouth? Uh, to be honest, I think Terry Crews has punched himself in the mouth more than more than we could, to be honest. But you know, I mean, let's let's give it a go. So, you know, I just, you know, I was so incredibly supportive of Terry Crews when he first, um, um, kind of like hit the scene with um, advocating for sexual assault victims and things of that nature. I was so proud to see a, a, a visible straight black man with his kind of reach visibility and for lack of a better word, clout really seemed to advocate, get it and understand sexual assault victims and 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 champion um champion giving victims pieces black male victims specifically because we just don't see that we don't see that from black men straight black men specifically we we don't see that the only time we ever see straight black men go up for or even bring up male victims of sexual assault is when they want to go well we all, y'all don't care about male victims whenever we're talking about men assaulting women. So I was so happy and proud to see someone like Terry be like, yes, me too. And I support, and, and, and these women too. And this is why this is important because I'm a, I'm, I'm a victim myself. So it was like, I can relate. And yes, 
yes, please. Somebody, Drew Hill helped me sing, yes. And then the nigga just kept talking and talking and talking and talking. And my God, he is a goddamn idiot on so many different things. To where it's like, I, 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 just, I don't have anything for you, Terry. I don't have anything. But the reason we're talking about Mr. Terry is because um, to, today, uh, Mr. Cruz posted a, very, a series of cryptic tweets on Monday after experiencing backlash to his comments about Gabrielle Union's controversial departure as a judge on America's Got Talent. This is the most Cam Newton ass. No, no, fuck that. No, this is the most Tyrese Wisdom's ass. Goddamn oh tweet I've seen. Uh, right, <laughs> in a very long time. This motherfucker said, "I'm a hog. You're a chicken. What does that mean, Terry?" Is just he on PLD? Just, just because you gave me eggs, don't mean I owe you bacon. What the fuck? The, what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Uh, too soon you know what um this is really I, I cannot come up with a better term for this situation but have we ever seen somebody fumble a bag fumble on the goal line fumble out the back of the fucking end zone like terry cruz has over the last several years mm-hmm. He, he didn't yes, the answer is yes, but um, yeah, no, he's really fucking up in this. Yeah, and it didn't. It didn't stop there. It didn't stop there. A few hours later, oh, he no. also tweeted about the about remaining loyal to his wife, Rebecca King Cruz, saying that she is the only woman he has to quote unquote please. There's on quote. There's only one woman on earth I have to please. Her my name is Rebecca. Is. Not my mother, not my sister, my daughters, or co-workers. I will let their husbands, boyfriends, partners take care of them. Rebecca gives me wings. So you just really said, fuck them kids, huh, Terry? Your own kids. This nigga just called his wife a can of Red Bull. Okay. Thank you, Will. Uh, His tweets come days after Gabrielle Union seemingly uh, fired back at, at Cruz after he spoke about her exit during an interview on third hour of today he said he never experienced any of unions reported reported alleged allegations of racial insensitivity and toxic culture at the show he said first of all i can't speak for sexism because i'm not a woman smart um but then here where you fucked up but i can speak on behalf of any race race racism comments he said hell and that was never my experience in fact it was the most diverse place i've worked in my 20 years of entertainment and it, uh, it, it gets worse. Hold on, wait. It gets uh, worse. He said, <clears throat> I have to say this too. When you look at what the allegations were about, it was given by an, by an unnamed source. My thing is, it's funny because I believe you should listen to women. You should always believe women. So I asked my wife what I should do. She was like, first of all, if it's coming from an unnamed source, because Gabrielle Union has not made any statement to this day about any of these allegations publicly, if she hasn't made a statement, why would you? So let's review As this. you are making a statement. Thank you, Will. This is, this is worse than fumbling on the one. This is like returning a punt for a touchdown 
and getting it taken off the board and getting thrown out of the game because you kicked the you kicked the ref in the dick. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I, I gotta say shout out to Gabby because she basically what his his response was basically to, to Gabrielle Union saying, "I just find it funny how I stood up for I stood up for certain people when they was walking in their truth." but they can't return the favor when I'm walking in my truth. I just find that funny. Which, I mean, point out the lie. Because this, for what? And I could be reaching here. It, all, it also could be these goddamn meds. But, but y'all let me know if I'm reaching. But does it seem like Terry, in his fumbling of at least the grace of social media, has it just seemed like he's been specifically like fuck black women or am I just reaching? No, um What do I even start with this? Um that's that's really how I feel. Like I just don't know. Cause like I'm like it's like, you know, I'm hearing everything like I don't know, it's just this wasn't hard. Like that's that's why I keep landing with this. This wasn't like this wasn't like the beacon of difficult. Like oh my god, I really got to make a decision between two things that are really tearing me apart at my seams. This was pretty cut and dry. Yeah. And you know to 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 say the worst thing you could say in that moment, short of like cursing her out. And then to turn around and play to the only person I got to be, you know, like, y'all ain't my mom and dad, basically. Like, come the fuck on, man. Like, yeah. This is really like, yeah, this is totally kick the ref in the dick and everything. Threw the ball into the fourth row. You hit a baby in the face. He, it was. I don't. He, I, it's, it's, it's like he got that battery in his back. And then he reached around. The first thing he did was he turned the battery, like, upside down. Mm-hmm. And not a not a pose reversed, mm-hmm. and so not a pose reversed. So instead of like doing good, kind, useful shit, he's just being negative. All, well, not negative. He's just being like demeaning all the time. Yeah, it's like when he says something like objectively like wrong, instead of instead of doing what he challenged others to do, which is have a teachable spirit and learn from it, he goes into whining toddler mode. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but Terry, how can you tell or demand that people have an open mind and open ear and have a teachable spirit that, hey, you might be wrong here and you need to reevaluate. But then when it's your turn to do the same, you just shut down and say, fuck it. I mean, you need to have a closed mouth. Well done, Will. Well done. But... But and it is it's especially kind of as well, I ain't no ain't even no kinda of, it's especially insulting in um Gabby's case though, because like she alluded to, um, and then somebody and then you know, Twitter always has the receipts. They ran the receipts back of when he first came out with his Me Too story and he thanked um the likes of Tanya Burke, um uh, uh Ava DuVernay. Gabrielle Union, he thanked them for always su- for supporting him. Then when it's time to return the favor, Terry's like, I don't racism. What racism? 
good time to me, boss. You know, so it's just like sexism. I never felt that before. Right, it's like no, right, it's like no shit you. And that's the other thing he says. Like, I can't speak on sexism because I'm because I'm not a woman. Okay, smart, smart. Then, but he's like, I would, but I can't speak to racism. But it's like, okay, but. This wasn't racism. This was like racism and sexism combined at Gabby. So it's like, and yet that, completely that, unaware oh, that you we'll, can't speak to the racism that somebody else experiences. That part. If it's like, well, I can't speak to what she experienced because I wasn't there and I didn't experience it. Then, then shut the fuck up. How's that? Right. Try that on. Try try a closed mouth on for once. Right. The only time your mouth needs to be open this goddamn much is when you're pleasing the only woman in your life who is probably not that pissed off at you. Mm. I, t- <sighs> yeah. But this is the HBCU confession because it's just <laughs> as stupid and unseemly as any of the as any of the HBCU confessions have ever been. Terry I mean, Crews, you are FAMU this week. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. We need to chop you off the fucking island. Fam- oh, so, man. So the show title is FAMU Crews? Listen. Hey, I'm, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Right. Bugs Bunny to the bullshit. Indeed. Don't let me find a saw. Indeed, but Terry, put put it in reverse, Terry, and reverse all all the way back, and shut up. Um, the fuck with, up, right? And with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of Crown of Callers. Like I said, it's going to be a very short episode. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um. <sighs> It's it's been real heavy. Um, it's going to be real heavy. Um, log off, dis disengage. Um, let your loved ones know that you love them. Um, cherish those close to you. Um, you know all of the you know, not to be not to sound crass here, but you know all the cliche stuff that people say when there's a tragedy. Um, but it never hurts to hear it again. Um, because it matters. You know, because life is very precious and one day you could be here and the next day you could be gone. So go where you love, love where you go, love those around you, protect your chicken, work the marsh on. Will Bianca, you have anything in closing? Uh reach out to that loved one that you haven't spoken to in a while. Just, you know, say hi, say hello. Talk for five minutes. Do it again tomorrow. Do it again the next day. Um, certainly is on my mission to start doing my reachbacks in light of not just this, but I've been resting with the concept of loss a lot just in general. Um, mm. As I mentioned to y'all, you know, in our group text, um, I lost a friend in a car accident Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. So rest in peace to Stephanie Patricio, who was comedian, activist, wonderful friend, great person, taken from us way too soon. And just um, make sure you're making time to sit with the feelings you're actually feeling and not the stuff you think you're supposed to be feeling. 
That's yes. a word. That's a word. Because it's really time to to start being honest with yourself. Yes. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Um. Do not feel obligated to re. Yes, do reach out and let your lo- people that you love know that they love and things of like that. But you are not obligated to reach out to people that have harmed you. Yeah, that and that's and that's why I specify like your loved ones, like not people people who people who say they love you and don't love you in the way you need to be loved or have caused you harm, and try to ignore that. Um, those aren't the people that I'm referring to. Like, I really mean, like, the people who love you and you reasonably know so. Yeah, uh, Mercury Retrograde is coming. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of heaviness in our hearts. Um, Don't let all this energy be the thing that lets you invite that trash ex back into your life who needs to stay gone. Um, Love those who love you in the way you need and deserve and want to be loved. Indeed. And with that, I have been Jeremy. That ha- that was Will. And fi- last but certainly not least, Bianca. And this has been the Crown of College Podcast. And we will see you back next week. Peace. Peace.